and welcome to Living Proof, the teaching ministry of Joseph Castile. We encourage you to listen to today's message over and over again so that the Word of God will be in your spirit. Be a blessing, share it with your friends, and we pray that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We also invite you to visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. When you're becoming a minister, you have to learn how to contain what's knocking other people on the floor. What makes other people fall down, I have to stand and preach under that. So my capacity to walk in and my capacity for revelation has to be greater. Do you understand that? So if God allows you to have too much revelation at one time, you lose your mind. Human capacity is limited. It's like a muscle. It must grow. If you go to the gym and you try and take on too much weights at one day, guess what? For the next week, you will have to call off work. You'll be in your bedroom sore because you try to take on too much at once. So our capacity spiritually is much like a muscle. We grow glory to glory, line upon line, precept upon precept. Uh, you know, we, we, we encounter the presence of God, the spirit of God uh, to our capacity. And if we hunger for more and we get more, then we will have more. Mark chapter 4 verse 23. If any man have ears to hear... Let him hear. Some people in church don't even have ears to hear. They're sleeping in church. If you're sleeping in church, Lord Jesus, you are so far out of the circle. What can we do for you if you're sleeping in church? That means you're not even at the level where you have enough spiritual appetite that the, the content of, of, of faith is, doesn't keep you awake. I'm not preaching anybody here because you're all awake. This is FYI for your information. Amen. You never see me sleeping in a church. Even after, you know, 18-hour time difference, two countries from Mongolia to Hawaii, sitting in church for 12 hours a day in session. I'm right awake taking notes, 12 hours a day. If any man have ears to hear, because I have ears to hear, let him hear. Do you have ears to hear today? John, do you have ears to hear today? Yes. Yogi, Yogi, over here, look. And he said unto them, take heed what you hear. Pay attention to what you're hearing. With what measure you meet, it will be measured to you. What measure you process, you digest, you understand, you take in, is the measure it will be measured back to you. And to you, that here shall more be given. 
So if you're getting something in church, that's like Reuben. Reuben's always getting something. He's always like, mm, come on, Pastor. Amen. Mm, that's good. He's, he's always getting it, isn't he? Because to him that gets it, he'll get more. Hallelujah. Shall more be given. For he that hath, to him shall be given. To he that hath not, from him shall be taken even that which he has. That's why Pastor Rob Parsley always said, if you don't want that blessing, I'll take mine and I'll take yours too. Because to him that has, the more be given. And him that don't have, that's going to be taken away. And it's going to be given to who? To me. Hallelujah. Because I want that one too. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. This is the cycle of spiritual growth. This is the cycle of spiritual growth. This is how it operates. I call it the glory to glory process. Glory to glory process. Number one, forms a truth. God forms a truth. God begins to form something in your life. For Frank, God begins to form working out, health of the body, character, holiness. God's forming something in him. Okay? For joy, I don't know what God's forming. But I want you to think today, what is God forming in your life, joy? What is God forming in your life, Lauren, Mousy? What is God doing in your life individually? Sean, what is God forming in your life? We have to steward what God is forming. Because God... If you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says, if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit, man, you already own the substance. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to identify curses in your family, how to release the blessing of God. Canceling Genetic Curses. This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. begin to form something well i know for sean there was a season where god talked to you about you know studying the bible and being with pastors you were korean pastors and they said you're going to be a pastor one day and god was beginning to form something you begin to study when god begins to form something in your life we have to make sure that the second step happens is that it becomes established that we don't let it escape us when God begins to form something in our life, we can't allow it to be stolen from us. But we have to make sure it becomes established. So number one, the glory to glory process is God forms something. Then two, we with God have to establish what he's doing in our lives. Then thirdly, he shows you more. When I first got saved, God didn't talk to me about smoking cigarettes. I wasn't ready for that yet. Once he got me off of drugs, then he began to show me more. Now, cigarettes. Now, you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. I don't want you smoking. 
After that, then he began to show me more. And I put on my CD. It was B-I-G. I don't know if you guys heard B-I-G because you guys are all young, but Biggie Smalls is a rapper. And I'm listening to Biggie Smalls. And God begins to reveal to me even more. And for the first time, Biggie Smalls' lyrics begin to be disgusting to me. Because God's revealing to me now something else. So now I took all my CDs. I threw my CDs away. I used to have a long tail, a, a, a long like a piece of hair like this, real long. Ponytail. And this was a part of my gangster identity. And then God began to put his hand on my tail. Said, you don't need that. Cut that off. God began to reveal more to me. I used to have my Guatemalan flag. I used to be proud about my race. And God told me, are you proud about your race? Or are you proud about who you are in me? Are you a Christian or are you a Guatemalan? I said, I'm a Christian. God said, get rid of the flag. So my ethnic identity, God put his hand on that, threw that away. Now I see myself as a son of God. See, the more you have, the more will be given. And God never tells you everything wrong with you at once. And God doesn't tell you, he didn't tell me I was going to be in China. Didn't tell me I'd have a Chinese wife. Didn't tell me I was going to be an apostle in Asia and Mongolia. I never even heard of some of the countries I'm going to. Because I wasn't ready 20 years ago to hear that. I wasn't ready 10 years ago to hear that. I wasn't there yet. So the process is he forms something, then once you establish that in your life, then he reveals to you even more. Everybody wants a prophecy, but God don't want to give some of you guys prophecies. God wants you to trust the process that you're in right now and to establish the process you're in right now because you're not ready to receive a prophecy about next year, two years, five years from now. You can't, you can't receive that now because you'll neglect the process that you're going through today. Do you hear me? I'm preaching better than you're shouting. What is God forming in you? I want every one of you to think about this. What is God forming in you? What is his hand on in your life? What is he doing in your life these years, these days? These months. What is he forming? Secondly, what are the hindrances to establishing that? What are the hindrances to establish what God is trying to do in your life right now? If you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit man, you already own the substance. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to identify curses in your family, how to release the blessing of God, canceling genetic curses. This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set.
What is God establishing in your life? What is God forming? Let me see your hands. And don't be as shy to not put your hand up. Okay? Just, just honestly, how many of you guys could put your hand up and say, no, don't put your hand up yet because you, know, you don't know the question yet. <laughs> you have a feeling that what I'm going to ask. How, how many of you guys could say you know what God is forming in your life right now? You know what he's forming in your what he's working on right now. You know what he's working on in your life right now. And the, you don't have to raise your hand if you don't know because that's okay. A lot of people don't because you haven't thought about it. But how many already know like what God is dealing with? Let me see a couple of your hands. Amen. A couple of you guys. Good. Amen. So next, once you can recognize it, those of you who aren't exactly accurately clear on it, begin to think about these things. Next step is what is the hindrances? We can discover in the grandfather parable how to overcome the hindrances. How many of you guys know what is the grandfather parable? Anybody know? Yes, good. This is the grandfather parable. Je- Why do we call it the grandfather parable? Jesus called it that. He said, if you know this parable, you will know all other parables. So every single thing in your entire life can be understood if you understand this one parable. God said that. Almighty God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one that formed you and blew breath into your life, said this is the most significant parable for all of humanity. Wouldn't it make sense that we would meditate on this and study this and and revisit this and, and maybe even print it up and put it on your wall and live your entire wall by the concepts that Jesus lays out here. Wouldn't that make sense? If Almighty God says, if you understand this, you understand everything. Let's take a look at it. Mark chapter 4 here. Verses 14 through 20. Verses 12 or 13, or no, actually, verses 3 or 4. Jesus said, if you understand this parable, you will understand all other parables. Isn't that powerful? Think about that. Mark chapter 4, verse 14 through 20 has all the revelation you need to overcome the hindrances to your high calling. Say high calling. If you have a high calling, that leads me to believe that you also have a low calling. If you have a high calling, that means you also have a low calling. Do you want to fulfill the lowest base possible calling you could possibly do? Or do you want to fulfill the highest? Well, there's 30, there's 60, and there's 100-fold. Few people in their lifetime ever pay the price to walk in the 100-fold. Few people. But I think that at least that our target should be the 100-fold. Because even if our best effort brings us to 30% of our calling, 30-fold, 40-fold, at least we were aiming for the 100, amen. But if you're aiming for the bare minimum, guess what? you're going to fall below that too, right? So you might as well aim for the hundredfold of your high calling. Mark chapter 4, 14 through 20, let's look at it. We're going to skip the parable and we're going to look at when Jesus broke down the parable, okay? He says here, the sower is sowing the word. 
in the parable, the sower is sowing the word. So the word of God is the seed. Sower sows seed. Behold, the man went and he sowed seed into the ground. That man, that sower, is sowing the word. So when God begins to operate in your life to do something, he always does it through truth. Truth of God's word. The truth of his word is seed. That's why the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall, yeah, the truth shall actually make you free. Make you free. Truth doesn't set you free, but it makes you free. It begins to deliver you. It begins to change the way that you think. It be- if you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit, man, you already own the substance. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to identify curses in your family, how to release the blessing of God, canceling genetic curses. This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. to form your worldview. It begins to convict you and direct you. So it begins to bring you on a process of becoming free. And when we say free, we always think free from some kind of addiction. But what about financially free? What about being enough financially free to when I say, let's go to Israel, everyone can pay their money to go to Israel. Wouldn't that be nice to be that free? Amen. Then when we say, let's go to Bhutan or let's go to Mongolia, it's not just five of us, but it's 30 of us who can go because we're financially free. We have the financial liberty to do whatever God tells us to do. Kenneth Copeland says, true freedom is to be financially free to the point where you can do whatever God tells you to do on the spot. Copeland says, if God told me right now, go to Zambia. Bring a million dollars in medical supplies. Take a team of 30 people with you, and I want you to feed a village. Brother Copa said, I can do that tonight if God tells me to do it because I am free. How many of us are that free? We can't even consider a mission trip to see our Savior's birthplace six months from now. We're so bound financially as a church, as Christians. So... The process of freedom begins with the word of truth. That's where the forming begins. And these are they by the wayside, where the word is sown. But when they have heard it, Satan cometh immediately and taketh the word which was sown in their hearts. Verses 5, 6, or 7 calls that shallow ground. And when I was reading this a few weeks ago and I said, wow, don't we use the term, oh, that person's so shallow. That person's so shallow. What do we mean by somebody who's shallow, superficial? They're into the bling. 
They're into the looking cool. You guys all know that person who tries to act cool. You know, and their whole life is just a total, like, persona. They're trying to act and be, they're, just, they're not themselves. They're basically actors. They live like an actor. We got this one girl, you know, that one girl who acts like she's a rapper. She thinks she's, you know, she thinks she's, what's it, Mickey Minaj, Chinese Mickey Minaj. The whole life is an act. They're just an actor. They're shallow people. And shallow people come into the church, too. God bless them. We love them. We pray for them. You might think of some shallow people in the church while I'm talking to you. They're not here today. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, <laughs> amen. Just so you don't think I'm talking about you. <laughs> but there's shallow people in the church. They're just so shallow. And those shallow people, they've, praise God, pastor, good message. I enjoy service today. But you don't see them produce anything in their life because those shallow people, Satan easily comes and steals the word in their heart. Is it a surprise? No, they were shallow. We loved them. We invited them to church. We prayed for them. You know, we believed for them. And they came and they heard the word. They were happy. They joined us for six months or three months or three, you know, three weeks. But then they disappear. Because they were so, they're so shallow. They're shallow people. So Satan comes and steals the word immediately. These are they likewise which are sown on stony ground. These are people that have a lot of issues. Stony ground. There was a song I heard called Issues. 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 We all got issues. It was a very depressing song. <laughs> stony ground. Who when they've heard the word, immediately they receive it with gladness but they have no root in themselves. And so they endure but for a time. And afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they're offended. And these are they, or we'll stop, immediately they're offended. Offense, persecution. Persecution comes for the word's sake. You could come out of church, have a wonderful service, be encouraged, and then you get a phone call. Oh, we had a problem with your work visa. Oh, the, the application didn't go through. Can you apply again? Oh, you know, uh, brother so-and-so said that you, uh, you, know, you lied about them. Or all of a sudden, these attacks come right after church. Has anybody ever experienced that? Like right after a good Bible study or right after a good prayer time or right after a good church? Has anybody experienced that? That Boom. Everything that you had with God just disappears by the attack. What that is, is Satan coming to steal what God just did. Satan is so afraid that God has just given you something so valuable for your life that he's trying to distract you with an attack. And if we're not careful, we get off into those things and the word gets choked out and doesn't produce what it was supposed to produce. And then these are they which are sown among thorns. Such as they hear the word and the cares of this world. And I think this is where most of us miss it here. The cares of this world. Got to change the diaper. Got to bring the kid to school. You know, got to do my, get work, my job. Got to pay my tuition. The cares of this world. And then here we go for the prosperity preachers. The deceitfulness of riches. The lust of other things. Enter in. Maybe it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend. 
I was talking to a guy yesterday. He hasn't been to church in two years because he's dating a girl who's not a Christian. And now this girl's from another country, and her race is very ethnic-centric, meaning they're racist. You know? Her race, they don't like other races, especially with marriage, because this country has a small population. So they want to grow the population. And if somebody, one of their daughters, marries outside of their race, then they're going to have less and less of their ethnic people. So they're very ethnocentric and for good reason, because it's a small population. So now this person is going back to their home country. The parents in the last two years have never even met the guy because she's hiding him because she knows her parents won't approve of it. Now she's going back home. Probably the relationship's over. And here we are. He is given two years of his life with God away for a girl that he's going to lose now. So people go after the lust of other things. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Amen. Choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit. So what I'm asking you guys today is to make a conscious decision to bring forth fruit with what God is trying to form in your life, to establish it. Let it become fruitful. Bring forth fruit with it. That's what I love about Frank. Frank went to school and he got all the awards for best student, top student. He took what God was trying to form him and he established it. And it bore a hundredfold fruit. And that led to recommendations, led to more scholarships. It led from a master to a PhD. And he stewarded the opportunity that God gave him. You're a good example for us, Frank. Stewarding. The opportunity that God gives us, being focused, not being carried away with the lust of other things. Frank's a handsome guy. I'm sure a lot of young ladies, African and Chinese, (laughs) would like to have distracted him. But he's had to say no. Amen. And he stewarded the work of God and is bearing forth fruit. Hallelujah. Amen. What is God forming in your life? And how can you avoid the supplanting of it, the sabotaging of it. As a church, we also have a corporate calling, a corporate forming, a corporate establishing of what God is doing at ANIF. And we also have a revealing that God's revealing to us step by step. When we first took over this church and started this church and and was doing this church, we didn't think about Mongolia and Laos and Vietnam, all this, no, no. You know, but that was the next revealing. God says, okay, you're being faithful. You're not afraid of the police. You're not backing down. You're not compromising. You're, you're standing steadfast. Now I'm opening up the nations to you. And now we begin to move out apostolically. Now God is revealing more to us. And we'll get into that next week. But we also have to establish what God is forming here in the church too. Amen. Amen. I'll continue next week. This is the introduction to where we're going, but it's going to be very good next week. Amen. The meat is coming next week. 
This is just introduction. I couldn't give you meat until I first gave you milk. Amen. So we're feeding you with milk this week to drink. So next week you can chew some steaks. Hallelujah. Spiritual steaks. Let's stand to our feet here. Amen. Praise the Lord. I trust you are blessed and encouraged. We have more on this series coming to you next week. So tune in next week and catch the broadcast. Make sure you call and send in a donation. Send in a seed. Support this ministry if it's blessed you in any way. If you think it will bless and encourage others, your financial support is very important. If you go to our website, anifbeijing.com, forward slash store you could get some of our ministry products cds and we'll be offering the dvds of all these sermons coming soon so go visit us online like us on facebook add our youtube channel where you're going to get a bunch of bonus materials everything that you don't see on the show you're going to get that on the youtube channel and of church at youtube and be blessed and encouraged we love you we want to encourage you to re-dig the wells of our fathers and also dig new wells for what god's going to do in our generation.